Welcome to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We believe that every person has a unique message which can positively impact the world. Now, on this podcast, your host, veteran radio personality Jennifer Longworth, encourages entrepreneurs to share not only their expertise, but their stories and their hearts. You're going to love this show. You're going to hear real stories from real people on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. So let's go. You know, when you have something that really works, that people really like, that it really solves the problem that people really want, in my experience, people gravitate to it fairly quickly. Whereas when you have something that doesn't fit that bill, it's a real uphill battle to try to sell that product or service. This is Jennifer Longworth, and today's Thoughtful Entrepreneur is Ty Crandall. Ty is an internationally known speaker, author, and business credit expert. With over 17 years of financial expertise, he's recognized as an authority in business credit building and is the author of two books, Perfect Credit and Business Credit Decoded, and he's been featured by Entrepreneur Inc. and Forbes. Ty currently serves as the CEO at Credit Suite, where he has helped create and grow one of the biggest and most credible business coaching operations in the United States. Welcome to the show, Ty. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Now, you are in the business credit world. What inspired you to get into this? Did you have a business previously that uh, didn't go the way you wanted? Or have you always had success and just saw that you wanted to help other people? No, that's a, that's exactly what happened. You know, the first business I had, um, I pretty much, unfortunately and accidentally, ran it right into the ground. You know, what happened was the, it was a mortgage company, high to the mortgage industry. Things were going great till they weren't. And then mm-hmm. things weren't going great. And we kind of struggled to get through that to see what was going to happen. Uh, unfortunately, we started to default on some of our business obligations. Since I personally guaranteed those, and since I signed personally for them, a lot of them showed up on our personal credit report. So you know what happened is once we went late on our first business obligation, it carried to our consumer credit reports. All of my consumer credit card companies immediately lowered all my limits to what I owed, which tanked my consumer credit scores. And then to make it worse, when we defaulted on that credit card, they came right into our personal accounts, took all of the money out that we had in there and used it to pay that debt, even though we had checks written against it. So it was a nightmare for me. Our credit was ruined. Our, the money that we had on hand was gone. You know, Our ability to recover because we had cash in the bank and available credit was immediately destroyed because we personally guaranteed everything in the business. So it pushed me all the way to the end of almost filing personal bankruptcy. And then years later, I would discover what business credit was and get really frustrated that I didn't know about this and that it could have helped me. And I decided to kind of be an advocate and help everybody else understand how this works so they can avoid the disasters that unfortunately I had to go through. In setting up this new business about business credit, I hope you use business credit. Oh, absolutely. We are very good with that now, right? You know, I mean, uh, we're very good with, we have tons of available credit. You know, we've got a $100,000 credit line that I never even had to have a personal credit check on. We've learned the right way to do it. And what's nice about doing it the right way isn't just the level of protection. It's also the fact that you just get more money that way. Consumer credit was never designed to fund a business. So, when you're using business credit to fund the business, the limits are substantially higher. It's just an easier road because money's more accessible when you're using a business to fund itself. Now, once upon a time, a long, long time ago, I wanted to start a little business and I went to a bank and asked for a small loan and they were like, nope, you don't make money right now. We're not giving you a loan. And I'm like, well, this is what it's for. And they're like, nope. So I obviously didn't know about 
business credit then, although that idea didn't work out anyway. So it's probably good that they didn't give me a loan. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't stick with it long enough for, you know, maybe if they'd given me the money, I would have stuck with it. But, you know, starting from scratch is like, you know what, this isn't worth it. I'm going to go do something else. But how would that be different, you know, than going out and say, hey, will you give me the money to do this? Well, I think that you describe a common problem. And the common problem is, is that we are conditioned that when we need money, we go to a bank. And the problem is, is that when it comes to business lending, a bank is the last place you should even think about walking into until you're really well established. You know, three, five years in business, great personal credit, great business credit, tons of business assets and you know, tax returns showing big profits. When you're not there, SBA isn't right for you. And when SBA isn't right for you, the big banks aren't right for you. So the first thing to know about getting money is that all the lenders are going to look at your business credit quality. And that's going to determine whether you'll get, it'll partially determine whether you get approved for loans, how much you pay uh, in interest and the, how much you'll actually get approved for. So you want to build your business credit. It's important before you ever walk into a bank, you're not going to be able to qualify until you do. A building business credit will get you a lot of capital you need to fund the business, but there's a lot of other alternative lending that could work for you in that scenario too. You know, there's unsecured credit lines that work for startups, and there's all kinds of other funding where you could use a collateral or an asset you may have to get money to fund the business. So the biggest piece of advice from what you just said is don't go into your bank to get money to start a business. Look at alternative lenders that work with startups, and then also consider building business credit. You're able to get the money you need from those avenues. Bank just won't give you what you need. Right. And this was before the internet was such a huge part of my life. So it's not, oh gosh. I mean, the internet was around, trying to think of what year this was. This is probably like 2003. So the internet was there, but it's not like it is today. It's not web two dollar whatever they're talking about so it wasn't like click a button figure out what's out there it was what do i do i need money i'm going to go to a bank so now we have more resources that makes it a little bit easier so how do you help people how did you you know you said hey i want to help people do this how did you get yourself set up in this position to be able to help people well, it was a, a long road, right? I mean, the first thing, and, and it's a little bit of luck, and it's a lot of um, you know keeping complete focus on where you're going, and then allowing opportunities that help get you there to kind of you know show themselves, and then take advantage of those opportunities. And I think that's a lot about just life and business in general. If you have a clear idea of where you're going, I kind of think the universe kind of manifests these opportunities. You just have to be aware of them, take the opportunity, and move forward. So in my world, I knew I was going to help people and I know how to market. I know how to sell. I know how to start teaching and educating and getting the message out there. And that's what I did. I went with what I knew. I started teaching people what I knew. I started doing webinars and going on YouTube and doing these type of things to just tell people, hey, look, I figured this out. This is what caused me problem. Here's what I know so far. And it was almost just like a real-time experience where I was releasing information as I was learning it. I would go learn how the business credit scores work. Then I would do a webinar on that topic. But the problem was I didn't really know enough to charge people money for it. So we used a company that, that was doing that that handled the servicing for our customers. Then we got a notice that they were going out of business. They were filing bankruptcy two weeks later. And I mean, we started to build this whole business. and They were handling all of our servicing. And the person that handled their operations there approached us and said, hey, look, this business is closing. I asked my bosses. They said it would be okay that I send this email. Are you looking for somebody to possibly join you? 
And so it was this, it was a lifesaver because she knew all the stuff I didn't know. Like I could sell, but I didn't really at the base level understand fundamentally how business credit worked. And she did. So she came into the organization and, you know, now she's earned equity in the company. We're business partners. She runs the entire back end of the operation. I run the entire front end of the operation. So when the two of us got together, it was unlike anything I've experienced in building businesses in the, in the past. It was a powerhouse where we were able to get so much done so fast. So I learned a valuable lesson there that you've got to find like-minded people. And when you build, start building a team of really high-level people around you, you could just make things work fairly quick and a lot easier than trying to do it on your own. So once you had the right team in place, things started clicking along pretty quickly. Then how quickly did you grow after that? You know, it was interesting for us, and, and this is one of the things I've learned in business as well, is it's kind of like dating. You know, things should be <laughs> easy. If you're if you're going out on date and you're arguing and fighting and there's all these resistance, that's probably just not going to be a good relationship. You know, but if you go out with somebody and it just clicks and it flows and you like the same things, it, then that's something probably worth pursuing, right? And you and me both have probably seen so many people beat their head against the wall trying to make the wrong relationship work. Right. right. So it's really the same thing here is that, you know, when you have something that really works, that people really like, that it really solves the problem that people really want. In my experience, people gravitate to it fairly quickly. Whereas when you have something that doesn't fit that bill, it's a real uphill battle to try to sell that product or service. In my world, this was just something people gravitated to immediately. So when we got the basis of a product created, then I went to all my friends, and at this time, I was in the consumer credit side of things. So I went to all my friends that owned consumer credit agencies, and I said, or, you know, consumer credit companies that help people build and fix consumer credit. And I said, guys, I just came up with this to help people build business credit as well. Would you be interested? And the response was overwhelming. Literally, the second month that we were in business, we were profitable. And that's crazy wow. in business. Like, it's like insane. Like we created the thing and the next month we were selling it and making profits. And it just, it's just never stopped from there. We continued to grow and bring in high level talent and we just continued and continued. And, you know, just last year to this year, we've tripled in revenue growth. So it's just been a roller coaster to the top ever since uh, we rolled this out. It's just, it really solved the big problem people had that nobody was out there solving. In a nutshell, how is business credit? different than personal credit? Well, in a nutshell, it's pretty much similar. You know, I okay. mean, you're familiar with consumer credit, obviously. You have no credit. You go out, you get usually small credit cards and you start building it and that gives you a credit profile. It gives you a score. And then, you know, the limits on credit cards get bigger and you get more offers and the limits get higher and higher. And then you start to use your credit to buy cars and qualify for mortgages and loans. Business credit fundamentally in those ways is exactly the same. You start with none. Then you start to get small limit credit cards. We call those vendor credits. So it's a little different in the consumer world. You're starting with secured credit cards. In our world, they are revolving. They're not secured. They're just smaller limits, which in our world, small limits, 200 to 1500 bucks. So that's how you're starting out. Okay. Um, so, and then you use that credit and you pay the bills. That gives you a credit profile, gives you the score. Then you start to get more credit with higher limits. And then auto vehicle financing opens up and you start to be able to use it to qualify for loans. It fundamentally is the exact same. It's just, it's a credit profile for a business's EIN that's not linked to the personal social security number of the business owner that doesn't have liability 
You don't have liability with business credit. So if you were to default, they're not going to come after your personal assets. They can't. You're not giving a personal credit check. So you can get approved regardless of personal credit quality. And there's no inquiries on your consumer credit report. The accounts report to the business reporting agencies, not the consumer. So you could max out the credit cards and not adversely affect your consumer credit scores because they don't report to your consumer credit agencies. It, you could build it very fast. You can get business credit right away, whereas consumer credit takes six months to even get a score. In the business world, in four to six months, you could be getting you know, to the very end tier, getting auto vehicle financing and Visa cards and MasterCards. And per SBA, the limits on these things are substantially higher than consumer credit. You know, You can get limits on business accounts that are 10 to 100 times higher than consumer credit. So there's a lot of similarities and there's a lot of differences. The easiest way to explain it is that consumer credit was never designed to fund a business. And right. this is where so many business owners mess up. You know, they they think that it's going to cost less money than it really will to fund the business. They say, well, <laughs> I've got these credit cards available, right? I mean, you've seen this. So then they use their personal credit cards and then it's more money than I thought it would be. Then they start maxing out the credit cards and their personal credit scores are lower. Then they try to get loans and credit lines, but their personal credit scores are too low. They're just going through this the wrong order. Whereas when you get business credit right away, the highest the higher limits designed to fund a business and you leave your consumer credit alone, then not only are you accumulating all this capital and becoming more lendable at the same time for the business, but then you're also leaving your consumer credit alone and saving that for the kind of credit lines and loans you're going to need it for. And so that strategy really allows you to tap into the greatest amount of capital because you're able to use your business credit to drive some and your consumer credit to drive some, and you're not misusing your consumer credit where it interferes with your ability to get money because you're using it for things you don't even need to use it for. Right. So those are just some things to think about. You know, business credit is designed to fund the business. And if you do so, you protect your consumer credit, which then helps you get even more funds for the business as well. How do you start building business credit? You say it's connected to the EIN instead of social security number. So is that the first step to get an EIN? Well, the first step is to set up the business. You know, you've got to have a business. You've got to have the, the entity that you're going to choose. You set up from the secretary of state. You've got to come in and actually set up the, the corporation, the LLC, you've got to get the EIN number, you've got to get a business address or a virtual address or a home address at last resort. You need to you know, get a business phone number and a business email and a website. You need to set up the basics of the business, everything that's going to be asked on an application, you need to make sure you have a fax number, for example. All these things I just told you all come down to one thing. It's, is your business legitimate? And this is what lenders and credit insurers are looking at. So you have to think of it like this. When you're, we're starting to apply for business credit, we're not going to give them access to our personal credit. We have no prior business credit. We're not giving these guys a lot to go off of. We're expecting right. them to give us credit limits without really any history. So what happens is they scrutinize your application. They're looking at the application to see how legitimate and credible you really are. So if you're using a home phone or a mobile phone versus a business phone, or you don't have a website up yet, or they ask you for a fax and you don't have one, these are all indicators that you just don't have a really a bigger business or a successful or a credible business. Now, is that true or not? I don't know, but that's the lender and credit issuer's perspective. <laughs> This is what these computers look for. So, you know, when you go to apply for a credit card, you either get an automatic approval or you get that dreaded message you'll hear by mail in seven to 10 days, which like, I don't know about you, but that's never been good for me. Like that letter I get in the mail never ended well for me. That's the same thing with business credit. You got to understand what these computers are looking for and then meet the criteria, 
So you get a series of checks in their algorithm and you get that automated approval. Those are the credibility things they're looking for. Yeah, a fax number, but Dell has one, Apple has one, Facebook has one. The bigger companies have them, even if they rarely use them. And so this is one of the reasons they're even asking the question, because it puts you in a different category if you have those kind of things established. Once you've done so, then you move on to what we talked about earlier. You start getting vendor accounts, the Uline, the Quill, those type of accounts, the small starter accounts you use to build business credit. And then once those start to report, you move on to like the other tiers and start getting more and different kinds of credit. You're basically going, you're finding things you like from them. You're putting the items in their cart. When you go to check out, it gives you an option of it being invoiced. You choose the option of being invoiced. Sometimes you might need to place one, two, or three orders before they'll finally approve you. In a lot of cases, they'll approve you on your first order. Then you pay that bill back as quickly as they'll let you. And after the item ships, you pay the bill. And then they report the credit to the reporting agencies. And in about 30 to 60 days, you'll start to have accounts report. And once you have about five of those accounts, then you can move on to the retail credit tier, which is retailers, right? I mean, Amazon and Walmart and Office Depot and Staples and most major retailers offer that kind of credit. What advice do you have for the thoughtful entrepreneur who's listening? Well, there's a couple things. First of all, know, as you mentioned in the very beginning, that money is available for business owners. A lot of people don't know where to go or how to get it, but it's there. So the first thing is if you're going to fund a business, don't rely on your personal credit. Start thinking and looking into alternative lenders and alternative finance sources out there that will give you the money. Start also building your business credit right from the beginning as a startup. That's what's going to help you get the most money at the best terms. The biggest mistake I see people make is to wait till they really need money to get it. Then lenders mm. and credit issuers see you as desperate and they won't want they don't want to give it to you. So get revolving credit before you need it. That way you have credit cards. You have credit cards and credit lines to rely on, which becomes important because as you and I both know, it's way more expensive and there's way more pitfalls in starting a business than what anybody ever accounts or anticipates in the beginning. If one little thing goes wrong, who knows what's else is going to go wrong behind it. And you end up like, yeah, you ended up, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if people want to learn more and connect with you and, and get your ebook and such, so what's the best way for them to find you? Go right to our website, creditsuite.com forward slash EIN. If they go to creditsuite.com forward slash EIN, there's a great guide that maps out the exact steps to build business credit, gives access to vendors, talks about how to get the cash credit, the auto vehicle financing, all those types of things. Uh, and then right there on our website, creditsuite.com, at the top right of the page, are our social channels where there's hundreds of videos and we go live every week and talk about all different kinds of topics related to financing your credit and a lot of resources that I know your listeners can, uh, can, can get a lot of benefit from and enjoy. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Ty. I've learned stuff for me to consider and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Well, that's good. That's the goal. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. If you are a thoughtful entrepreneur who would like to be a media celebrity and be on our show, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest and attend my next live webinar where I'll reveal how to get more respect from influencers and media so that you can get more sales and traffic. Now, please do us a favor. If you like the guest that was just interviewed, would you share this episode on social media and in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill our mission to help create more media celebrities. Make sure to hit subscribe, binge listen to our previous episodes, and we'll send you the next episode automatically. 
Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Revolution. 